friend, I'm Neil, and I believe that you can make as much money as you want working as little as you want. This podcast is the answer to how. People told me that I could choose to work less, but if I did make that choice, I would have to also choose to make less money. I finally called BS on this idea and went on a mission to figure out how to make six figures or more working on a part-time schedule. I did it in the corporate world, and now I'm doing it as an entrepreneur. I work less than half of what I used to work as an employee in my corporate job, and I have 10 times my corporate salary. Now, I teach others how to do business on a part-time schedule too, so they have more freedom and flexibility. This is what the semi-retired lifestyle is all about, and I believe it's the antidote to the too busy life. Let's face it, if you didn't have to work all the time for money, you wouldn't be too busy for the life you really wanted to live. In this show, I'm sharing my secrets, tools, and strategies to do business and life on your own terms and live the lifestyle of your dreams. It's time to unbusy your life. Are you ready? Let's do this. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 119 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. How are you? I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm actually in my new house all by myself in my new office. (laughs) It's amazing to be here in the house all by myself. Do you ever get alone time in your house? I feel like as women, we don't get a lot of that. (laughs) There's always humans around. In fact, I even had to put my dog in the garage because she was driving me so bad as I was trying to record this podcast. She was like clicking around. So I'm actually in the house by myself now. There is no other creature, human or otherwise in the house with me. And I wanted to take an opportunity to record this podcast as I was thinking about this. I have titled it how to plan for new goals that you haven't achieved before, but this is really going to be a podcast centered around committing to your goals. So, so interesting. I have seen this idea now in three different applications in my life over the past like 30 to 60 days. And I wanted to share that with you. And I've kind of gone through and systematized a process for how I have gone about achieving big goals in my business this year that I had not previously been able to achieve. And so I'm going to give you that process, but really just know that the crux of all of this is committing to the goal. So the first way that I saw this was through my son, Lincoln. He is 12 years old and you've you probably get tired of me talking about him, <laughs> but I adore him. I just am so much in love with being his mom and it's so fun. He's such an interesting human. So he recently took up scootering and he got a new scooter for Easter and he's constantly on that thing, doing tricks, hopping over stuff. You know, I don't love it as his mom, but he has so much fun. So the day we're out on a walk, we walk Miss B. Miss Beyonce goes for a walk every day when Lincoln gets home from school. And so we were out taking her for a walk and he was on a scooter. I was walking, B was walking and he would take, he would do this thing on his scooter where he would like jump over these big holes. And I'm like, I said to him, I said, dude, like what happens if you miss that? And he's, his response was literally priceless. You know how your kids sometimes say things and you're like, oh my God, that is like the truth. Like at the core of life, that is a truth. He said, mom, you know, you won't, if you commit to it, you just have to commit. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. So good. Right. So that's the first way that this idea of committing 
kind of resonated and landed with me is in him learning how to scooter and do these new tricks. And it's like, once you commit, you're just all in, you're just going for it. You're not backing out. And I was thinking how that applied to our goals. And the other thing that came up for me as an experience with this was as we were moving this weekend was really fascinating. We committed to getting ourselves moved over the weekend and getting everything unpacked and set up. And it was so fun to watch the three of us. We had like one other person help us for one of the days, but it was really fun and interesting for me to just sit back and watch my family, like go after this goal and committing to the moving because it was exhausting and it was hard. It was messy. And it was like, you know, you're tired and you have a harder time being able to manage your emotions. And sometimes we would snap at each other and then B was in the middle of everything, super anxious because she's an older dog now. And any change that we make, she's just like, she needs to be like really wrapped, like sitting cuddled in your lap in order to feel okay and secure. <laughs> so we had that going on as well. But we had committed to moving and we got it all moved. We got my office moved, we got the storage unit moved, and we got moved out of the cabin. So like three different places we had to move out of, but we committed to it and we got it done. And then the third place that I saw this is in my own business over the last eh, 30 to 60 days. I had a goal for selling the recent cohort that I launched of my mastermind. And I was really wishy-washy on the goal in like January, February. It kind of was just like, I would decide on something and then I would change my mind. And then I would decide on something and then I would change my mind. And the effect of that was that I was taking really like wishy-washy action. I wasn't like creating something on purpose. It was just felt like very haphazard and kind of over all over the place. And then I decided I'm just going to commit to the goal and see what I can do. So once I decided what the goal was, it was fascinating what happened. I was able to go and achieve that goal within the span of about two weeks. And I watched myself from a place of commitment and the kind of action that I would take and the way that I was thinking about it and how I was feeling about it and you know what I would be willing to do and what I wasn't willing to do to achieve that goal. And so what I want to talk to you today is what that process was. And how now in my mind, it's systematized and I will just use it for my next launch and probably my next one. I might end up refining it. I might learn something new, but there's one pivotal piece in this whole process that created the effect of everything else. And that was the idea of committing to the goal. So the goal was selling 15 spots in my mastermind. I knew that I could do this. I just decided that I could, that it was possible. And I went and I made a plan for how I thought I would be able to do that. Guess what happened? This is a new goal for me. I haven't sold 15 spots in this mastermind before. This is a fairly new mastermind that I've created. I've only sold it one other time last fall. And so it's not like I had like a systematized process created for how this was all going to happen. It was really pretty new. The last time I sold it was organic. I didn't do any, didn't do a money machine or a funnel no paid traffic, nothing. I just told a couple people about it, filled it up to the extent that I wanted to. And then this time I was like, okay, I'm going to make that goal bigger. And I'm going to go after it with more intention. I'm going to invest in some Facebook ads. I'm going to set up a funnel, do some different things to sell it. And so 
as I was going through this process, I had a plan. I had a plan for a certain number of uh, sales calls that I wanted to do. And I thought, okay, if I do those and I have this conversion rate, then the 15 is done, right? But it's a brand new goal. I've never created this before. So it's so interesting to me as I look back, I'm like, oh, I thought that that was the plan that was supposed to get me there, right? And have you ever gone through the process of creating a new goal that you haven't created before? The plan that you actually end up using when you get there looks very different from the plan that your optimistic brain tells you is going to get you there when you're first planning it out, right? So that's what I'm going to talk with you about is number one, the first step was to commit to the goal, not commit to the plan to get to the goal. It's very, very different because if you've never created this goal before, you probably don't know every single step of the way, right? This is why our brains like chug at the idea of trying to make a plan to hit a goal that we've never achieved before. We really can't because we don't know every single step of the way until we've actually achieved it. Then we can look back and see how we did it. But when we're planning it out, we're future planning. We don't know all of the steps at the point in time when we're doing the future planning. So what I decided to do was I'm going to make this plan. I'm going to execute on this plan and I'm going to allow myself room to adjust and fail and learn and remake a new plan. So this is the process that I went through. I made a plan for what I thought was going to work. Although in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, That'll be interesting to see how I change this as I go through, because probably it's not going to work exactly the way that I think it should, right? So I made a plan, but I gave myself plenty of space and buffer time to be able to pivot and to learn from my failures and what didn't work the way that I thought that it should and make a new plan moving forward. So I think that's really important piece number two. So number one is committing to your goal. Just decide that you can totally achieve the goal. The plan that you set may not work exactly the way you think, but that's okay. We can just make a new plan. We can rework the plan. It's not that you don't have the capability to achieve the goal. It's just that we don't know every single step of the way ahead of time. So we're just to do our best with planning. And then we're going to allow ourselves the flexibility and the grace to be able to rework the plan as we're executing through it. So commit to your plan. Number two, make a plan with plenty of space and buffer time. So I even extended my deadline for what I had set for myself as the date of which I wanted to have the 15 spots filled. I extended it by one week because I wanted to give myself the space to be able to try a couple of other things that I thought might work. And we hit that deadline and we filled all the spots that we wanted to. We actually overfilled it by a little bit. So that was super fun and really mind-blowing, right? So make a plan, but give yourself plenty of space and buffer time. Even consider what it might look like if you gave yourself an extended time frame to be able to complete this in, right? Step number three is what I call the what's next download. <laughs> this is an idea I created as I was going through this process because This is the question that I would ask myself as I went through this. What's next, Neil? That didn't work. That didn't fill up the spots the way that you thought that it might. So what's next? So I would give myself a little bit of time and I would just say, what's next? What else am I willing to try? What could I potentially do that might move me one step closer to this goal? 
and I just did a download. So that's step three. Number one is committing to your goal. All through this, you're still staying committed to the goal. Like the commitment hasn't changed. And then the second thing is you make your initial plan with plenty of space or time to be able to rework the plan as you learn and fail. Step number three is the what's next download. So just ask your brain, what is next? What else could I try? What part of this is working? How can I leverage that? What part of it isn't working? Maybe I could tweak a little piece of that and try something a little bit different. And then once you have that download, choose one thing off that list. This is where I think if we're coming at this from a sense of like rush and urgency and scarcity or insecurity, you might be tempted to think you should do everything on that list which is initially what I was thinking too. But then I caught myself and I was like, wait, what if I just try this one thing and then I see what happens here? Because what I I was willing to do a lot of things, but what I was unwilling to do was to work all night or to like burn myself down in the going after of this goal, right? So I just made it as simple as possible on myself. And as I'm reworking my plan, getting to my goal, I'm just choosing one thing at a time to try instead of 14,000 things that then are going to be really hard for me to understand and know, like, did that actually work? Did it not work? What is the failure here? What, what can I learn from that? So choose one thing off that what's next download. And then the last step is to execute on that thing and evaluate it. Did it work? Did it get you where you wanted to go? If not, then we're going to go back through steps three, four, and five again. So doing after that, you execute that step. You then do another what's next download. I did this like, I don't even know. I should go back through my notes and look, but I think I did the what's next download probably five different times throughout the course of these 30 days when I was inviting people in and filling out my mastermind. But I came at it really, really important to hear me when I say this. I came at it from a place of commitment and belief that I could, that it was achievable, that I just need to figure out the steps to get there. And that's what I was working through was the steps and the process. So do the what's next download again, choose one more thing off that list, execute it and evaluate it. So when you're in this, it keeps you moving forward instead of falling into the letting go of the commitment to the goal, because you're, you're like, In your mind, you're like, okay, the goal is happening. My only job is just to figure out all the little steps that I have to take to get there. That's it. And I'm like, okay, I'm really good at figuring out steps. Like I can do that. I can keep thinking through what could I try next and doing one thing at a time. That seems really easy and doable to me and really interesting and kind of fun, actually. Like, oh, what do I choose here? What if I tried this? What would this do? And it was just a really interesting way to go about a launch (laughs) that I think feels so much more fun and so much lighter than the pressure-filled stress anxiety that I see so many people going after in launching. And launches are one of those things that I would categorize for a lot of people under the things that they haven't achieved before. Usually we do a launch and it's like, oh, I haven't achieved this goal in the launch before. So it is kind of a new thing. And so thinking about how you can do it from a place of commitment and fun and excitement and curiosity versus from a place of like stress and pressure and angst. 
So I'm going to give you one other example of this that I was coaching one of my students in 10K and 10 hours on. So she was going through and she's creating her, what I call a money machine, but sales funnel. And she was doing it from a place of a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and telling herself that she should have done it faster and that she's behind everybody else and she should be further along and she just doesn't have the right amount of time to be able to do it. And I stopped her and I said, what would it be like for you to approach this project, this goal in your business, just like you were planning for a vacation? So like, you're going to go on vacation. We know that for sure. Like we're committing to the vacation, which is we're committing to her goal in her business. And we're not going to judge what it looks like to get there. So I said to her, like, if you're planning for a vacation, do you like text your friend and say, how long does it take you to book your tickets? And then maybe she says, it took me 10 minutes to book my tickets. And you're like, oh my God, it took me 20 minutes. There's something wrong with me. I'm never going to get on. I'm never going to be able to go on vacation. We don't really do that, right? We just decide we commit to going on vacation. And then we're like, okay, there are some steps that I'm going to take in order to make that happen for myself. But we don't get lost in the how of it. Like there's a right way to plan a vacation. I don't think anybody says that. (laughs) Sometimes we book the tickets first. Sometimes we book the verbo first. Sometimes we get the rental car. Sometimes we like just decide like the date, right? There's lots of different ways to get there and there isn't a right or wrong. So you just make the plan to go on vacation and you know it's going to have like these pieces to it. And you just start knocking away, like you create a plan for how to get to those steps and do those steps. And you might be like, well, I wanted to leave on this trip and I wanted to be able to take this flight, but now it's full. That doesn't mean you don't get to go on vacation. doesn't mean you get to create your goal. It just means I need to try something else. What's next on my list that I might be willing to try? Or what's next that would be fun for me to try or interesting for me to try or for me to experiment with? right? Planning a vacation is pretty fun. And so can business. It can be really fun to go after goals that you haven't achieved before. If you have your mindset in a place where it doesn't feel like you want to throw up every single time you think about your goal, you're just like, okay, here's a plan. I'm going to try this. That gave me this. So what's next? What else could I try here? And just staying committed to the goal but letting the plan be flexible and fluid and fun and something that you just get to experiment with. So whatever goal you're going after, when you're thinking about planning the next goal that you maybe haven't achieved before, or maybe you're going into a launch, this is really common with online businesses, right? Is to do a launch of some sort. And there's so much drama around that. I want you to consider if you approached it like you were planning a vacation, what would that look like? What would that experience be of you going after your goal in that way? Would you be more willing to experiment with the plan to get there through the commitment and the belief that you for sure are going on vacation? You for sure are going to create your goal. If we're just taking that as just like the obvious factor here. And now what is the plan that you want to experiment with to get there? Maybe you decide I'm going to take a train part of the way, and then I'm going to take a ship, and then I'm going to take a plane, or maybe I'm going to rent a car and drive it the whole way. 
doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong plan. It's just a plan that you choose and you allow it to be flexible and inform you of the next step along the way. So this can be applied to any new goal that you're trying to achieve, whether it be in business, whether it be in your health, whether it be in your relationships, in your job, working for someone else, doesn't even matter. The process is the same. Here are the the steps. I'm going to run through them again. Number one, commit to your goal and believe in yourself. Believe that you have the capability to achieve it because you do. Then make a plan with plenty of space and buffer time that's fluid and flexible. Execute on that plan. And then when you don't get what you wanted, (laughs) which is most likely to happen, right? Do a what's next download to give yourself some options of what you could try next. Choose one thing from that list, execute and evaluate it. And notice how you move one step closer to your goal. Now you might not have gotten all the way there, which is totally fine. You're just gonna rinse and repeat steps three, four, and five, which is you do a what's next download again. Choose one thing, execute and evaluate and have fun with it, enjoy it. Life can be super interesting and it can be really fun if we give ourselves permission to enjoy the process. Okay, have an amazing week and I'll see you next week. I'm so excited that you just finished another episode of Unbusy Your Life. Each time you finish an episode, you are another step closer to accomplishing more in less time, making more money, and living the semi-retired lifestyle for the rest of your career, where you work as little as you want and still collect a paycheck or make money in your business so that you can fund this lifestyle. If you love listening each week, make sure that you follow the show and let me know what you love about it by leaving a review. It's the best way to support the show, and I so appreciate it. I'll see you next week.